until you eat my butthole out. It will taste like sauerkraut. If you don't, I'll scream and shout until you eat my butthole out. Hey, everybody. This is Nomenclature, and I am Brandon Henderson. I hope you really enjoyed that little song by uh, my guest today, Andy Gold. Um, you're going to hear it uh, a couple of more times before the end of this podcast. So um, buckle up and enjoy. Um, Andy Gold chose the word beaver uh, for us to uh, discuss today. And uh, Andy was uh, the host of the very first open mic I ever went to. And I bombed so badly that uh, my older brother, who was there, um, begs me not to talk about it because it makes him so uncomfortable. That's how badly I bombed that first night. And so I'm glad Andy does not actually remember this, um, but really appreciate him coming on. And he's a hilarious comedian. Please Google him and uh, check out his stuff. Um, I want to briefly address two things. One, uh, the sound quality isn't great. I know that uh, this podcast is worldwide known for its extremely amazing sound quality. And by that, I mean, uh, it always kind of sounds like shit. But uh, we had a little bit of connection problem here and there. So I apologize for that, but encourage you to power through it because uh, it's a really fun conversation. Uh, the other thing is I want to address the Black Lives Matter movement really quick, not because I think anybody gives two shits about my opinion, but I just want to encourage people to um, support the movement, um, donate to a worthy cause. I'm going to donate to the Innocence Project this week, which is a great organization, but uh, you know, there's a lot out there. Look them up, find something that speaks to you, vote. Uh, sign petitions, protest, march, get out there and um, let's keep the conversation going because it's going to take a long time for us to make any real gains with this, uh, with this whole situation. But um, I hope you enjoy this episode of Nomenclature, uh, focusing on the word beaver with my guest, Andy Gold. Centerville, uh, in between uh, Bountiful and Farmington, named because it's in the Centerville. There was a book written about it called Centerville, colon, the city in between, uh, written by a lady named Barbara Smoot, who was one of the first farmers to settle in Centerville, sure. and we all had to read it in elementary school, and uh, it sucked. It's uh, not a city that deserves a book. Basically, no, this, people uh, settled in Farmington and, and Bountiful, and there was like this three-mile kind of gap. And they're like, hey, we can build some farms there, too. And they did. And voila, Centerville. Wow. Fascinating. Oh. Um, I, I heard almost nothing that you just said. That's incredible. The, the Smoot name, though, that's, uh, that gives away the whole pioneer thing. That's the thing. There's a couple of those pioneer, like Mormon pioneer names that I feel like were real big time back in the day that I don't see anymore. Like Smoot, I feel like I read those all the time, but those don't really exist. Right? I don't know Mormon Smoots, I guess. Books. 
Yeah, just the just the last name. I don't uh, I don't meet a Smoot very often. It's the liberal media, dude. They've weeded them all out. They've gotten rid of the votes. Is that what That's happened? That's my theory. Uh huh. So, so did the did the media kill them, or did they like force them to change their names, or are they in they hiding? Stifled their stifled voices, dude. They stifled it. They stifled Open your eyes. I'm sorry, oh, you I, kind of explanation, dude. I like it when yeah. people do that uh, when they're trying to make a point and they have no point. They go, yeah. I don't owe you anything. <laughs> I got to say, though, it's a bigger response than I have when I don't know shit. My response is usually, I don't know. But if I could yeah. have the wherewithal to be like, do you know what? Fuck you, buddy. You don't uh, deserve an explanation for me. I feel like I would probably get promoted faster at work. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's a good way to be. It's not like a... A good way to be as far as uh, if you want to be a, not a dickhead, but I think it's a good way to be to, yeah. if you want to get ahead. Yeah. I feel like the not a dickhead, yeah, the, the not a dickhead thing doesn't really come into account, I think, for most people. Oh, Maybe no, no. Now is, now is the golden age of dickheads. It really is. I feel like, um, yeah, I'm sure that there's a, a dickhead porn award, though, too with a big golden shaft somebody gets for okay, that on the previous you know, to be x-rated i don't know i don't know this podcast is going to be like that i wouldn't i'm have, sorry i wouldn't have agreed to come on if i knew you're yeah, going I, to be I, telling jokes of filth i apologize I, I do mark these episodes as explicit so i feel like maybe it was work you could have done before agreeing to do this well sometimes fine. explicit doesn't necessarily mean uh, dirty or x-rated explicit just can mean straightforward or very clear i give you explicit <laughs> instructions for example so whenever yes. i see a podcast and i see that it's explicit i mean oh good this is a no nonsense podcast where yes. i know exactly what i'm getting into yes but every time i click on it they just start talking about balls and what have you there i am yeah. sitting there disappointed and that is that is mostly what it means when i say explicit is just i'm a very direct person and this is a show about yeah. words anyway. So what you're doing right now is following the methodology of the show very closely. You're telling us the different meanings behind words and that's important. That's why I'm doing this whole thing. So I can educate the, oh, uh, yeah. you know, the country. That's right. This is a board podcast. That's right. We did, uh, you know, I did the word uh, boner uh, last time with my last guest. So uh, okay. now your word is, is beaver, which I know you being specifically the animal, um, not any the other animal. definition whatsoever. Well, I thought it was what, on the word itself, the, uh, the etymology. Yeah? Yes, that's right. Yes, you're right. So that can certainly include slang, but that's not where my mind wandered. I was thinking of, uh, of the large animal, well, medium-sized animal, that's uh, as busy as a beaver, as they say, semi-aquatic. Uh, yes. I, I think they must be pretty intelligent to construct the homes they do. Certainly more intelligent than a than a badger or a weasel, and uh, light years beyond a varmint. Yeah, I think I think in terms of the hierarchy, beavers are the top of of the four that you mentioned just now. Okay, well um, I'm excited. What did you find? Yeah. Well, first of all, before we get into that, I mean, you know, pull back a bit here. Uh, it's oh. my show. This is your podcast, isn't it? This is my podcast, okay. um, but whatever. I mean, it's fine. One of the things I love uh, <laughs> to do uh, is we'll talk about Beaver, but I do a little bit of research on the, my guest's name. 
a little bit of the history of the surname or the first name, depends on which one is more or less boring sounding. So no offense to Andy, uh, I went to uh, gold. Uh, also, part of that is I already did. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I, I had another Andy on the show, but I focused on his last name. So that's not actually true. So I've never researched Andy, but we went gold. So couple, couple Andy? Fun, Andy Singer. Is he from uh, around here? He is not. He's from New Jersey. Okay, good. Can't yeah. have any other Andys. All right. No, you're the one. Um, okay, good. So Don't from me. what I know of you, uh, you are not Jewish. Am I correct in making that assumption? You are correct. Okay. So there is the Jewish, uh, the, the Ashkenazic uh, surname uh, sort of history, which is not uh, you. So we're going to go on to the the, the uh, English German sort of name. The oldest reference I could find to gold was somewhere around like a thousand AD. It, it, there's, it's totally possible that this is older than that, but it's pre that's pretty damn old, just there. So I feel excited about that. Um, gold is is the metal. It's named after yes. the metal. It, it, well, let, let me ask you that first. Is your family like a big like? gold family crest, this is the meaning of your name, this is where it came from type family, or are you like, I don't know, really know? No, my mom tried that once to get into the uh, the family lineage, Yeah, uh, but she didn't make it very far because she found out like it was my great-great-grandfather, Helaman, was a real monster who made his living uh, killing Indians, as they called sure. them back in the day. Mm -hmm. That's how he made his money. He would come out west into the frontier and ask any homesteaders if they were having any problems with Apaches and uh, he would go out with his rifle and shoot him down and bring him back and for a fee. Uh, wow. Yeah. The, the, that's uh, and his name uh, is Helaman. Grandpa, yeah. Great, great grandpa Helaman didn't do it by himself. Yeah. 2000 stripling warriors. Um, yeah. He was one of the first Mormons to come out here. Helaman. Wow. That, he was that's a amazing, dude. He, he got hella ladies. Yeah, do you, do you have a number? Do you know how many? Because I feel like this is Say important. that again? What was that? Do you know how many wives he had? Because, what? Um, Probably like a hundred, I'll bet you. I'm not sure exactly, but oh, I like yeah, to think it was over a hundred. Yeah, uh, what was the standard like number for wives back then? I don't know. All I know is uh, the big Brigham Young had like 55 or something, which I feel. Yeah, feel like maybe sure he was, was the Young. kind of guy that didn't want anyone to have more than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he lived probably did his own thing. He probably was kind of more independent minded, and I reckon he had about 100. That's my feeling. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, he lived and had 100 wives. <laughs> wow, and they were all job. hot, dude. And they all wanted like them super all crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like I, they I mean, like, uh, what was that? What, what did they, what, what they look like? Like, uh, like B. Arthur? Oh, who's a hot lady? Uh, they all look like a, but it has to be realistically hot for like the 1800s. They all look like Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> he had a hundred wives that all looked exactly like Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Like Sigourney Weaver in a Aliens or Now? Because that was a big difference. No, in Avatar, when she became the blue Avatar. Oh, oh man. That looked like her. <laughs> man, that's, that's hotter than I thought. 
Yeah, he was nuts, dude. That's great. Did she? Did they all have the tail like an avatar? No. Yeah, they all had a tail. Uh, they all had three nostrils, and they all had one mm-hmm. eye. They were cyclops. Oh, well, they now, were all three now foot was, tall. Now he had a hundred uh, three foot tall blue wives with one eye. And now who's getting explicit? Huh? Yeah. Grandpa, Grandpa Helaman did a ton of acid. So this is just from his diary. We don't know how, <laughs> yeah. how to find it. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Grandpa Helaman uh, was a badass. I like this guy. I, uh, yeah, he ruled. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah. gold. It's uh, not yes. the uh, Oshkosh Bagash uh, Jewish people. It's the yeah. Oshkosh yeah. Yes. Well, if this yes. helps you, I know that I'm mostly Danish, Icelandic, uh, German, uh, with a little bit of English and Welsh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I, I, you know, I hate to disappoint, but I'm pretty sure it probably comes just like straight up from like, uh, it's like an occupational name for someone who worked with gold. Either that or... Disappointing? Uh, well, yeah, either that or just someone with like yellow hair, which... You're leaning more towards a red, although I feel like your hair used to be more blonde. You feel like my hair used to be more blonde? No, I'm saying, did your hair used to be more blonde, or is it? Uh, I'm just my hair is always like, blonde. I just have the face of a redhead, and my beard is red. Maybe that's why it's so overpowering on the beard that I, I don't pay attention to anything else. Just all a little bit of red yeah. means all red, as far as I'm concerned. It's like. You know, it's kind of muddy yeah, some no, water. It sucks. You know? I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good beard. I think it was more blonde when I was like, what was that? It's a good beard. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a nice hearty beard, dude. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it probably does come from an occupation, uh, not not the color of a hair. That's what I like to think. Yeah, you're gold workers. Um, no, we and, and actually, you're pimps. It's like the golden for the ancient pimps. of Denmark. Yes. The pimps of Denmark when we rode on the Viking ships to pillage and plunder all of my ancestors instead of just like straight up kidnapping. We were a lot more ethical, so we would like pimp the ladies out. And we would wear okay. gold to identify ourselves as pimps. When we went to like invade Scotland and shit, uh, the yeah. first, we would send the first wave of Vikings in to do all of the dirty work. And then the gold all dressed in gold and then uh, <laughs> pimp out the Scottish ladies to the English lords and stuff. There was yeah, a lot more so, subtlety and, uh, you know, stuff like that than being a Viking than just stabbing people. So you guys were like we the originators of, you were the prima nocta originators type thing. Do you know, you know that thing? The what? The prima nocta. It's, it's a, uh, so like Scottish people would get married, but before they could have their wedding night, the, the like local br- British Lord would come and have sex with the new bride. Oh yeah, dude. I saw that on Braveheart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guy wearing the orange cloak. Accurate. Yes. He's like, I'm going to bless this marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. My yes. ancestors right, are going to breed out the Scots. Oh, cool. That's pretty yeah. tight. Yeah, I think everybody uh, appreciates that. I'm sorry, dude. I'm a real takeover pig. You you can keep going. This is no, fascinating. You're, you're good. I, I thought you, you just uh, like subbed your toe or something. But no, it's actually good because we um, 
we're talking about beards and that actually is a wonderful segue into uh, beaver because um, well first of all let me let me back up a little bit um, so beaver was roughly like what I can find like 14th century kind of word but it actually came from uh, the word caster which was one of follow me one of uh, a pair of Greek twin half-brothers, Castor and Pollux. Now, if you're asking yourself, how can twins be half-brothers? I'll answer for you. So, uh, Castor and Pollux had different fathers with the same twin, mother. Wait a minute, hold on. How can twins be half-brothers? Exactly. This is the thing I just said that I'll answer now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, same mother, different fathers. One, Pollux's father was Zeus, and uh, Castor's father was some asshat that doesn't matter because he was a human being, not a god. And Pollux had immortality, but then asked Zeus to give him immortality. And then they both had immortality, and they are now like the Gemini constellation because Gemini means twin. You following me so far? Oh. No, you lost me. Cool. So anyway, uh, Castor... Uh, like the castor oil, I, I'm, the, the oil name sort of had some connection somewhere. I didn't uh, do as much research as I should have into the castor part, but because beavers have an oil, uh, they sort of transferred the meaning over to the actual beaver. So there's some sort of gland that people get oil off of the beaver that supposedly has some sort of healing property. And so a beaver castor, has property. Supposedly. I didn't do a ton of research into it. I'm sure you could go to, you know, your local essential oil place and they'll have a, a beaver oil. That you this can is just something that stupid ancient holes. Greeks thought though. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know if there's any okay. validity to that at all, but uh, there's, there's a twofold meaning that the beaver that uh, the, the castor oil part, but also, someone who excels like eager beaver which i think you did you already say eager beaver to me or is that just because I no i said busy beaver busy beaver that's what you said i knew there was something um and there's also the the beaver wash in beaver utah you ever been to the beaver wash um i haven't i didn't even know it was a thing but that sounds wonderful yeah it's uh, there's a huge uh well there's a gas uh, gas station with a, a car wash and there's a huge sign on the side that just says Beaver Wash. And, they and go it's there in Beaver, Utah? Cars. It's in Beaver, Utah. Mm -hmm. So the beavers that are being watched, are they uh, tame beavers or wild beavers? I assume uh, that all beavers are wild. Uh, even if they might oh. be slightly domesticated, I would just be careful. It's like having a wolf for a pet. You know, like they can love you, but you never really know if they're going to turn on you. You know what I mean? I don't think a beaver can do the kind of damage that a wolf can. I think I think I could take a beaver. You think so? If a, I think so. Yeah. How big are they? Fifty pounds? I, I would guess somewhere around there. You know, they got large, big. I mean, but those those bastards are biting trees down. I mean, that's there's no wolf biting down a tree. Well, yeah, but wolves take down caribou. Beavers don't take down caribou. I mean, a pack of wolves take down caribou, but one one wolf can take down like a baby deer. I don't think a beaver could do that. 
And a beaver uh, doesn't bite down a tree it, like in a few chumps. It doesn't by nibbling on it. <laughs> the teeth are more like durable than they are like killers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus they got short legs. Why are, you, why are you trying to tell me I couldn't take on a beaver, dude? You're just trying to argue. I could beat up but, a beaver, so could you. Beating up a beaver would be easy. Uh, I'm just, look, I'm not questioning whether or not you could. I just want to see the details. Like, how would you take the beaver? Okay, the would the you details. attack from the front, the behind? What, are you going to grab it by the tail? You got, you got those big teeth you got to avoid. What do you do? Okay, so yeah. we have to put it, okay, fair enough. So we have to be yeah. in a situation where the beaver isn't trying to run away. It's trying to fight me. So we're in some kind of a closed off area in the woods and we're both engaged and in combat. face to face. Yes. I got you. So what I would do, very simple, I would run up and kick it in the face and then just chuck and mm -hmm. jive and kind of have a hit and run kind of, kind of a strategy. And I'll bet all I would have to do is just kick it in the face four or five times and that guy yeah. would be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, I would have to avoid the teeth, but he doesn't have claws for shit. And yeah. if the fight were in the water, then I might have my work cut out for me. Yeah, I feel like a, a an aquatic fight. fight. Yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, that would be a lot more difficult. Bite your toes, come up from the bottom. Uh, yeah, get your armpits. he has the agility edge. Uh, he can go underneath and yep. basically just leave me blind in the dark river water, come up and do groin stuff. You know, the beaver has yeah. a real shot. So I would have to grab a hold of him, okay, yeah. and choke him out in the water. That's the only way I could, because I wouldn't be able so, to strike him very much. Because you can't get a lot of velocity with your strikes underwater. No, this this is so, true. So you'd have to two. You're saying two hand around what supposedly is a beaver neck, and you just squeeze. That, that's the other thing. Who knows where a beaver's neck is? But yeah, that's what I would have to do. No, not two yeah. hands. Like I, I would do it like they do in the UFC. Put my arm around it. His back. Um, it's like a headlock type. Like, a headlock, but, exactly. but around the neck, around the like neck, like the sleeper hold, sleeper hold that uh, Gerard Butler always does in every movie he's ever been in, like that. Yeah, if you say so. I don't watch okay. bullshit movies, Brandon. You're not a big okay. Gerard. Okay, <laughs> he I've is seen the three hundred. Uh, yeah, he's the Steven Seagal of our generation. So I don't know why you're too good for that, but that's fine. Every movie um, he watches is about some place that's fallen. This is very, this is very true. I don't know how many of those. Why doesn't that there. loser keep the place from falling? Well, maybe it's too heavy. Yep. I don't know. Maybe you got there late. I, I don't watch those movies. Um, All right. So, well, some some additional uh, fun facts about Beaver that I know you're dying to to learn about. Also, do you know the lower face guard of like the helmet, like the chin strap type thing? That used to be called. Oh, is that made of a? Is that made a of a beaver? beaver? I, I think it, it oh. maybe it was, but it was referred to as as a beaver for like uh, like a kid's helmet. But way back, we're talking way back, like fifteenth century, like early fifteenth century, they were calling that thing a beaver, which is oh weird. I don't know. They had football in the fifteenth century. <laughs> I, I don't think it was football. I th I'm assuming it was more combat training. You know, like helmets, Roman helmets, or something like that. Um. But you know, I wasn't there, so I'm not entirely so sure. So why did they, why did they do beaver stuff then? Uh, why did they do for beaver stuff? <laughs> yeah, why why beaver stuff for chin straps? 
You know, this, this, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's an old, it comes from an old French word, Bavière. So I'm just assuming the French, you know, don't make any sense anyway. I, I'm sure there's no reason. That's my guess. You don't think the French make any sense? No. Have you, do you know French? Why do French you say people? that? Um, because um, I'm from Western Canada I know. and it's just sort of bred into me. You know, I don't, you know, it's, it's, my, oh, okay. yeah, it's sort of like, you know, there's Southern people, they have the Confederate flag, they hate black people. I'm from Western Canada. We have running water and we hate the French. Yeah. So the French, it's not, Canada, it's not right. Right. But yeah. French Canadians are kind of hillbillies, aren't they? Well, the way I put it is uh, England is to Alabama what, what France is to Quebec. They really like when I say that, too. But they, they feel like that's accurate. They don't like it, but they, they can't argue. England is to Alabama what France is to Quebec. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. So what else, what else do you got in the way of uh, beaver stuff for me? This is well, great. I apologize in advance, but um, we're going to get into the, uh, the slightly more other definition of explicit here, and we're going to go to vaginas. Uh, so I know okay. you wanted to avoid this, but it is part of the history, so we need to get into it. So somewhere around 1910, uh, yeah, somewhere around 1910, uh, beaver was kind of a euphemism for beard, just like a bearded dude. And that, look at that, that he's, a, he's a beavered fella. You know, that guy's got a, got a lot of, got a big beaver on his face. That was the thing. Um, <laughs> and then uh, by uh, 1927, it got transferred over to the, the ladies pudenda. And part of that was, was the hair of the, of the beard, but also was part of, and you can Google this, a split beaver pelt apparently has some likeness to uh, uh, ladies genitals. Um, oh, I okay. looked it up. Well, there you go. Yeah, I looked it up, and I can see it. Um, there's a bit of a stretch there, but I, I can see it. I mean, if uh, you know it's the the '70s or whatever, I can see it. But uh, that is really like it's not that complicated. That's essentially what the the definition or where the definition came from. However, there's a false definition from Kurt Vonnegut in his whimsical novel, Breakfast of Champions, that uh, he claimed that the word beaver uh, originated among news photographers who used it as a code to tell other men that you could see up a woman's skirt. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It was Which he just completely made up. That's great. That newscasters would descend to one another. You know what's great about that is it's believable enough. It is. Well, I like the idea yeah. of uh, just old-timey newscasters being like, uh, uh, you can get a real good shot of that beaver, see? And, you know, just while they're walking around a dead body, I don't know what they're taking pictures of, and there happens to be one that's... But the thing is, their shirts would be so bloody long, wouldn't they? I guess it's the 20s, or when was this book? Breakfast of Champions. I'm going to see this. What would this be so bloody long? Wouldn't, it, wouldn't skirts be crazy long? Back in the day, so in Kurt Vonnegut, um, yeah, we're we're talking the '70s when he's talking about this, but uh, this specific novel, I'm not sure when it was set. 
you would think that if it was in like the early 20th century, everybody would be wearing like knee high socks and floor length skirts. And Oh, is that the time period that he made up? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to figure out the exact year that this uh, novel was set in, but you know, he wrote it in the seventies. So who knows? I got to do some more research there. But beavers, yeah, looking at looking looking up skirts, which is not a thing okay. you can do now. I don't feel like. Uh, no, dude, you get canceled if you do that now. Can't. I feel sure. like uh, I was I was feeling like maybe canceled cancel culture was going to go away for a while, but I'm not entirely sure. It feels like it's rearing its head again. I think you felt like it was going to go away because COVID has taken over everything. Yes, it just—it's—it's it's suffocated the news cycle. Yeah, but um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I—I I don't feel like it's going anywhere. Uh, but who knows? You—you you know, now we're talking about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Uh, I sure hope it does go away because you know, Lord knows, I'm just a walking uh, cancellation. That's all I'm really doing with my life is doing stuff to get myself canceled. Yes. Uh, just yelling hate speech as much as I can. And uh, I don't assault women physically, but I always just go up and be like, hey, are you a woman? I'll say that. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, but it must suck to be dumb. Yeah. You yeah. Stupid ass lady. And <laughs> there's a Facebook group about me called Andy Gold Calls Ladies Stupid. And right. they're just waiting for me to hit if I ever hit, which is unlikely. And then they're all going to yeah. come forward with their uh, accounts and testimonies of the time I walked up to them and be like, you ain't nothing but a dumb girl with no balls. Ain't yeah. You? Stupid woman. Uh, I've done yeah, that over, th- over how many? There's over 3 million women in that Facebook group. <laughs> wow. Man, yeah. like Cosby's got nothing on you. I thought uh, the 60 or 70 was a lot, but. You're killing no, I think the most messed up thing I ever did that could get me canceled was back in elementary school. I always used to pee on girls. <laughs> what the? <laughs> like just their yeah. shoes or would you go higher? Would you go like kneecap? As much. Uh, boys and girls, though. It wasn't just girls. Oh, okay. I would pee on them as much as I could. Sure. Like I'd be wa- walking home behind me and then I would run <laughs> as I pee and I would get a bunch of pee all over me too. And I would do it sure? to my friends, yeah. I would do it to my enemies, boys, girls, everybody. I peed on the ground duty. Wow. One time at Boy Scout camp, the goody goodies, as I called them, anybody who did what they were told by the scout leaders or the teachers, yeah. took like two hours to finally get a fire going with flint and steel. Yeah. Uh, and the whole time they were getting the fire going, I had to pee and I was just holding it. So as soon as I got a fire going, I could pee. So you could pee. <laughs> Is this, pee on the so fire I'm curious about this. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of kids that I knew growing up who were very like uh, you know show the generals types. Was that yeah, I always was always curious about that? Is that because you're you know just very well endowed, or you just it's just a pure confidence thing? You're not worried about it. You didn't even come into the mind. You were young enough. Well, I mean, that to, was, to, you know what whatever. It's not like I was a very well endowed seven year old. I was like, <laughs> um. No, I did it purely for the, the prankster aspect of it and the mischief of it, just to be a rascal. Yeah. That was Rass. what it was. It had nothing to do with that confidence or wanting to show off my gigantic seven-year-old hog. <laughs> it was just the, 
<laughs> it was just fun. Do you want to say the most interesting? Moon people too. I was a big mooner. A big mooner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like up against the window, like in a car type thing, or every anywhere. situation imaginable. Yeah, just here's my ass. Do you want to hear a funny story? Yes, please. Okay. Um, did you? Do you are you a Mormon? Are you a member of the church? I am. Uh, I am no longer. But I was raised. I did the mission. I did the whole thing. My kids still uh, go to church with their mom, so I'm, I'm very okay. aware of it. No, no longer. So you know how they have home teachers? I sure do. All right. Um, when I was a kid, one of my favorite movies was Beetlejuice, and my uh, favorite part of Beetlejuice. Did you ever see that movie? Of course, I love Beetlejuice. Is when he kicks down the tree and he grabs his balls and he yells, nice fucking model. And (laughs) yanks his balls twice and it makes a honking noise. Yes. That to me was the the height of (laughs) laughter and comedy and everything. I thought it was perfect. And I would run around doing that all of the time, just grabbing my balls and just yelling to whomever with no context, nice fucking model, honk, honk, (laughs) and then run off. And then one Sunday, the home teachers came over. And my mom answered the door, and then I jumped out into the foyer and just yelled at the home teachers, Nice fucking model! And grabbed my balls, yanked them twice, and yelled, Honk, honk, and ran downstairs. How did uh, So first of all, for those that don't know what a home teacher is, these are Mormon dudes that come and visit uh, families. They're not missionaries, but they look like them. And they kind of act like them sometimes. So they're in your house trying to talk about Jesus. You come up and say, Nice fucking model, grab your balls, honk it twice. Go downstairs. What did your mom do? Oh, she got she got really mad at me, but I don't think she really knew what to do. Um, yeah. Did you explain to her it's from Beetlejuice, or did she think that you made it up? Because I like the idea of her thinking that it was purely from. She you. knew it was from Beetlejuice, but okay. There was other stuff that I did make up that was even more disturbing. I had a song that I made up when I was like eight. This is a song that I made up when I was a kid. It goes, yes. will you eat my butthole out? It will taste like sauerkraut. If you don't, I'll scream and shout until you eat my butthole out. <laughs> oh, my God. And what, what age was this? Like I was eight years old. That's a little <laughs> the, but, the sauerkraut butthole out is eight years old. That's Will you that's eat my impressive. butthole out? It will taste like sauerkraut. My favorite part is if you don't, I'll scream and shout. <laughs> so just so you know i'm going to take that clip and that is going to be the first thing i play uh in this podcast when people that works. press play how long do you record this podcast before uh the total time for yeah. is it is it getting a little dry for you you get you you want to want to end well i just i just hope it's not one of these marathon podcasts that everybody's no, trying to do dreadful no no max uh hour is too long so i try to i try to end you know, 40 to 50 minutes. I've done a 20 minute one. The longest I've done is like 53 minutes or something. So I don't like long. We're at 30. So Um, I think this has been pretty good so far. I think this is a listenable. I think this is decent content for all of your listeners. I'm hoping so. Um, I think uh, one of my favorite parts. What what is the podcast called? (laughs) It's called Nomenclature. Oh, Nomenclature. That's right. Okay. No so I was like, what's the sexiest, you know, sex sells? I was like, what can I do to make sure people tune in? And All right, Brandon Henderson, let's get to it. What, other, what else did you learn about beavers? 
you know, I, I honestly, I think what I want to focus on, and then I'm going to honestly let you go, is uh, uh, the fact that you said, um, I don't assault women, but um, it's a little bit like the I'm not racist, but, or I don't rape ladies, but I'm not a pedophile, but I really enjoyed, I, I have no comment on it. I just wanted to point out um, that little tidbit. It was, it's a new one, but it's old as well. So I think it falls in line with this whole etymology thing. Well, I'm just trying to get ahead uh, phraseology. of everything, that, everything that's coming my way, dude, in case I ever pop off. You know, the key to not getting yeah. canceled is you have to get ahead of all of the shitty things you did. So well, speaking of things, yeah. Yeah, every podcast you're, you're trying I'm to doing, say I'm something. To peeing on everybody when I was a kid, uh, pranking my home mm-hmm. teachers, and then mm-hmm. also... Sauerkraut buttholes. Yeah, and the, the group of three million women who... I called dumb yeah. for, no, for no reason. Even just today, I was buying a chicken at the grocery store and there just happened to be a lady next to me. And I was like, hey, you're a lady, aren't you? And she was mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah. And I go, it must suck being so dumb. <laughs> and I said that to the lady who was checking me out and the lady who gave me hand sanitizer. I just say that to every lady. I yeah. say it to my mom every time I see her. It's like so your, it's your, it's your nineties catchphrase. You're like, it's like Steve Urkel. It's like, it's your, did I do that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, there's like a studio audience applause whenever you say it in your mind, obviously. But yeah. When I was a kid, I did, I did mock girls for not having balls. Yeah. I would I, I, I thought that would really bother them a lot. <laughs> like you don't even have balls. And then you discovered that it, it didn't bother them what was that you did you discover that it did not bother them or is that not yeah, your yeah, no, well I, I think now what i've discovered is since women cannot be trusted they're just yes. lying about uh not being bothered by having no balls but they all actually yeah. hate it yeah they every woman wants some balls for sure it's in my experience anyway. all right brandon um so andy um yeah Thank you. Thank you for doing the my podcast that you didn't know the the, the name of. I appreciate you taking the time <laughs> and uh, being super committed. Welcome, and I'm dude. I'm very excited that uh, you sang to me, and uh, uh-huh. I'm excited to share that song with the entire world. And um, thanks for thanks for taking the time, man. Thanks for talking about beavers. Yeah, dude. I had fun. Will you eat my butthole out? <laughs> it will taste like sauerkraut if you don't. I'll scream and shout until. You eat my butthole out.